In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. Robin, we have a beautiful day in sunny Southern California. It's about 50 degrees, and I couldn't be happier. Isn't that awesome? You know, we're having such beautiful weather, too, after we just got plummeted with snow and and horrible weather we're enjoying a great day too well and robin you got to tell our listeners what you sent me and the kids last week it was (laughs) it was one of the best things i've ever gotten in the mail other than checks Well, Sandra's always, always, always talking about how she misses the fall from her hometown in Buffalo, in the near Buffalo, and she's always asking me to send her pictures of the fall leaves. And well, I did one step further. I went out and I collected leaves and of all different colors and all different kinds, and I stuck them in a Ziploc bag and sent her a goodie bag so that she would have real leaves to play with. You know, and did the, kid, what so did the kids? Well, what did the kids think about the birch bark too? Because our state tree is is the birch tree. Well, we haven't. I haven't showed them yet, Robin. Because okay. I'm going to go in and do a presentation in their classrooms next. Oh, week. how but, awesome! That's so yeah, cool. So you know, I wanted them to be surprised with all the other kids, not sit there all smug and cool, going, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm in third grade. I know that's birch bark. Look at me." Oh, that's so fun. Well, yeah, because birch trees are very unique and they're pretty different. And I didn't think that your kids would have seen many of those kinds of leaves, let alone birch bark. So that's, oh, no. that's, that's kind of cool. If I knew you were going to do that, I would have sent you more. But, you know, we don't take birch bark off of the trees. You have to find a downed tree so that you can harvest, harvest bark from that. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, I, just, I was just thinking that that would be really fun. And um, I love, love sharing funny things like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a kick out of it. I was the only one on the freeway out here in Southern California with the Ziploc bag, like breathing in and out, you know, like I was having a pan- <laughs> Panic attack, but like, but they were just the fall leaves. I'm like, oh, they smell so good. I know. I told my husband you were doing that, and he says, "Oh yeah, they're going to pull her over for sniffing something suspicious." Right. <laughs> right. The fall leaves from New Hampshire. <laughs> Military mom arrested oh, up four five. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad you enjoyed them. I can't wait for the boys to to have them and and. Uh, 
look, check them out. Just check them out. (laughs) Oh, you know, well, and, you know, speaking of fun things, we have, I forgot last week to announce our, we had our October uh, giveaway for Cinderella 11 p.m. I forgot to, um, to read the, the (laughs) the winner's names. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) They've all been, huh? I say here we we had such an important uh, session about getting everybody to to sign up. So, yeah, tell everybody what it was in case they weren't listening. Okay, well, Cinderella 11 p.m. Um, is a wonderful, wonderful organization that grants wishes. And for the month of October, uh, and we're only going to do it for October, they gave away 10 Amazon gift cards to women in the military who wrote into the Cinderella11pm.com website, and they wrote the things they were grateful for, which I think is just the coolest promotion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Rob, I'm going to read not only the names of the women. Sometimes I only have a first name, so you'll just have sure. to bear with me. But I would like to read what they wrote down they were grateful for. Because kind of as we go into the Thanksgiving season and we talk about gratitude and, um, you know, and of course the, the, the promotion, um, <laughs> these are really cool things. Like, okay, Barbara, uh, she wrote, the five things I feel grateful for today are my two wonderful children that challenge my mind and patience (laughs) on a a daily basis and my family that is always supportive of whatever decisions I make having a job I absolutely love and I look forward to going to every day and having a home to sleep in a roof over our heads and food to put on the table that was one of the winners and I thought that was just such a great just a very simple you know it's true that's the, the the most important things in life absolutely Okay, and winner number two was Jessica, and I apologize for brutalizing your name, uh, Jessica Hera McFarland. The five things she's grateful for is she wakes up to the sound of laughter from her 17-year-old twins, thankful another day with her husband before he deploys next year, and she is thankful for herself to finish her four-year contract with the Army so she can stay home with her girls. Wow, that is something. And you know what's beautiful is that she's seeing the joy in 17-year-old girls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I just had to say that. (laughs) That's a lot of hairspray, a lot of nail polish. And uh, man, I do not want to be in Walmart with those girls. Well, I got to tell you, every mom that has uh, come my way recently who has teenagers have just been saying, does it really go away? <laughs> I mean, it's just the hardest thing sometimes when you've got teenage girls. So I'm glad that she's finding the joy in them. That is a good one. Now, Melissa Carroll wrote that the five things she is grateful for is that her family who have held together through five deployments mm. and that her husband, who's not going to make it home for their anniversary, is going to actually make it home for the holidays. Oh, God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. And she said she was also thankful for uh, Dr. Picone, who took care of her baby girl on base when she was in special care. She's now a happy, healthy four-month-old. And she's thankful that her skin cancer didn't spread through her body. I mean, these are some really, you know, big things to be thankful for. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad that I didn't have to read them to to judge because every single one of them, it must have been just so heart-wrenching and touching. Well, you know, I 
we ended up doing a drawing at the end of the day because, you know, it's like there were just too many. I mean, how do you how do you determine you could be grateful for somebody like uh, Michelle Rollins, who was grateful for paying her bills every month and having mm-hmm. clean clothes and having her boys taken care of and, you know, and having her husband home or Jackie, who was so grateful that she PCS back to her home state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. gratitude is gratitude. And, um, you know, so we found that a drawing was just the easiest way to do it. Uh, yeah. April Brene, she was um, grateful for her boys and happy to be able to see the world uh, through her husband's career and to have him home after two deployments. Wow. And um, Tina Steele, who had a little girl who became an amazing woman this year at boot camp. Oh. And, uh, she's a lady Marine and she's coming home October 22nd. So, um, and the lady, this lady too, was also a single mom raised as a U.S. Marine, and she's soon going to use her education bill to become a teacher. Oh, wow. Oh, how wonderful. What a wonderful outpouring, all of these tests. Are we able to print these? Can we put a page on our website? Oh, absolutely. And, and print some of these out? Because I just think that these need to be shared. They, they are just such wonderful testaments. Well, and there, you know what was amazing, you know, because there was over, I don't know, it was around 500 of them that were turned in. And the majority of the people that were grateful for different things, they came to this to the site and they were grateful for their family they were grateful for their health they were grateful that they had enough money to live they were grateful mm-hmm. that their loved ones were home uh kiara um who she was entry number 179 said it best five things i'm grateful for family health friends a place to live and food on the table who needs anything more yeah yeah and, uh, jennifer singleton and katie m they also also were really thankful um that they got to spend time together with their service members and their family. Um, That one came across loud and clear pretty much in every single post that our military families were thankful for the times they were able to be together. Mm -hmm. Oh, what what an amazing event. This is just something we've done. We've never done anything like this before, but I hope we have opportunities to do something similar in the future because, wow, what a great outpouring. Well, and Cinderella 11 p.m. is also donating um, over $3,000 worth of toys to Toys for Tots to help our military families. Wow. And we want to make sure we direct people to their website, Sandra. Absolutely, Cinderella 11 p.m. So, Rob, you've got some news. I mean, we can well, go into the open the next segment too, because I know we got a lot to cover today. Right, right, and um, I'm not in the chat room right at the moment, so you'll have to let me know when we're getting close. Um, I was able to find the most interesting website today, and especially with Veterans Day coming right at the end of the week, I found that the Library of Congress has a division called American Folklife Center, and within this center is an initiative called the Veterans History Project. And in this project, there are uh, personal narratives, there are correspondence, visual materials, and um, oral histories of veterans of all wars. And it is absolutely one of the most fascinating sites, and I encourage everybody to go to this this website, and it's at www.loc.gov slash 
vets and as in V-E-T-S. And um, there was, for example, um, I, I, I went through and found some um, actual narratives. And when we get back from the break, I think um, I'd like to just read the words from this one man that I happened to find because I think the the most wonderful way we can honor our veterans is to listen and to be able to hear their story, to let them tell us their story, to let them tell us their point of view, and to be able to perpetuate all of their stories for generations to come. And I just think that this is one of the most important things we can do. We'll be back in a moment with more on Military Mom Talk Radio and our guest, Liz Moore, from Go Army Homes. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, LeahJansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressy. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Togedad.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, 
military moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are enjoying this beautiful fall day as we come up upon Veterans Day. Um, Robin, you have have a lot of experience with different events with Veterans Day. What did you find on the web when you were doing your research for today? Oh my goodness, there are so many things, but I think one of the things, we have parades and we have uh, different kinds of uh, community type things, but I think one of the most important things and with the holidays coming up is correspondence and being able to write and being able to listen, as I was starting to say uh, before the break. Um, We know that Operation Gratitude is always saying that they want so many letters because they want that touch of home for for the guys and gals that are deployed and how important that is for us to just be able to um, chat and and bring them some thoughts from home and whatnot and storytelling is almost becoming a lost art at this point in time and I think being able to have these oral histories and to be able to in fact my mother and I did an oral history for our community not having to do with veterans of course but um, having an oral history is just an incredible way to um, bring information to it to the next generation years ago that's how people would there weren't the books and there weren't the libraries and the computers and everything the oral histories were the way that stories were told and um i i just think that that's that's kind of a neat thing to be able to do is to correspond and to write um before well, we go on didn't ask press. me robin because i would make some joke and you know it would be written <laughs> down in history you know was some awful thing that i said just to be funny and it became the truth <laughs> well we <laughs> i'm sure why, like the, the, the former like mayor of the first town in new hampshire would be like some cross-dressing you know person <laughs> with a with a stump where his left leg used to be well i wonder if there weren't those kinds of people when you stop and think and you look at some history and you say they did what <laughs> so well, maybe typos <laughs> you know what if you're scribing something down and you you know you write the wrong word you know you just make a, an, an honest mistake you know a wart you know like a wart you find on your hand could easily become a war i just know by the loss of a t <laughs> Well, anyway, that that was something, and um, I did want to just remind people to please visit this website or those of you who are out there who are either currently serving or are veterans, I encourage you to write and to submit to the Veterans History Project through, with the Library of Congress. In fact, we lost my dad um, over 15 years ago, and he was a Marine in World War II, and I asked my husband to please write about what my my father's experience was because we don't have him here to tell those stories anymore and my children don't know anything about what my dad did what their grandfather did in World War II. Um, let me just quickly read this because I would love to just get a snippet of this um, and encourage everybody to go and participate in this project. This gentleman that I found, Edward Canwright, retired as a lieutenant colonel, served in the Army for eight and eight and one half years, and then served in the Michigan National Guard for 14 years. Um, he was with the Company 13-4 with the 61st Assault Helicopter Company in the 1st Aviation Brigade, and he served in Vietnam as well as in Germany. 
he dropped out of college to join the army to support his widowed mother. His baptism by fire came on his first helicopter flight in Vietnam, and he witnessed firsthand the different difference helicopters made in the war, deploying and picking up troops in difficult terrain, saving lives of the wounded by getting them to medical aid more quickly, and scouting out enemy positions and movements. He and some buddies even used a helicopter once to pull in a radio reception for an NBA championship game. <laughs> now that's being, priorities and tax dollars at work. played halfway around the world. So, and, there, and now here's one of his quotes, and I just wanted his words uh, to sort of honor Veterans Day. One of his quotes was, so I got 11 hours of flying my first day, picked up people with their legs blown off, had a person shot out of my helicopter with his hand on my back. Quite an exciting day. And later in the same interview, he re retells, how all the redundant rote training that you do through basic AIT and everything else comes to pass in combat situations. It works beautifully. And nobody leaves anybody's back. You just don't do it. We would lose ship after ship on the ground or on the ground. People were dying trying to retrieve wounded people or dead people. And it's just an amazing feeling. The two times I went down, we had ranger teams come in and pull us out. They repelled in by rope, said, you can get out of here. We'll recover your aircraft. Man, he said, people coming into an area that you're getting shot at just to get you out. And they'll stay there. Wonderful. Just really great. And that was a quote from Edward Canwright, retired uh, as a lieutenant colonel from the Army, uh, serving in Vietnam and in Germany. So I just wanted to um, share those words. Well, and Rob, you always find the greatest stuff on the web. I think you're really good at finding that, and I'm really good at finding great guests. I think we do have a great guest who's been wonderful to be patient and listen to us. I know. It's our inane chatter. We have Liz Moore with us today. And Liz Moore is, she's probably the person who knows most about um, PCS moves from a real estate perspective. She owns her own company. She's a fabulously powerful woman. She just got new headshots done and she looks so cute. Um, <laughs> I just love her because she, she embodies everything that I look for in a female executive. You know, she's bright, she's beautiful, her staff is a lot of fun, she's successful, and she has a mission. And when you look at women in business today, Rob, it's not easy to find somebody that has it all together. She's a mother, she's a wife, she's a friend, and she's just a really great lady. So I'm honored to have her on the air with us today. Hey, Liz, are you there? I am there. Go on, go on. Go on, go on. I'm loving this. You're making my day. <laughs> well, you know what? It's all true, Liz. There's very few women that I can really, you know, kind of wax poetic about or get all giddy and silly. I mean, you do a really great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, how's the military market doing in your area right now? The military market, in, and you're in, you're out by Fort Eustis. Virginia Peninsula, southeastern Virginia area, and interestingly, our military market is up for a change. So it has been great seeing a lot of movement. Um, we've got Fort Eustis, and so that's part of it, but we've also got a base closing down in Hampton, and they're moving those guys around Fort Monroe. So there's some movement in and some movement out. 
That's terrific. So are you seeing, um, are you seeing people renting? Are you seeing people buying? Um, you know, what are most military families doing right now? We're seeing both. Um, I think there's a lot of folks who come in thinking they want to rent. And then once they see what's available or not available, they're making a decision to buy. Why would somebody in this market make a decision to buy? I mean, I'm just curious. You hear all these horror stories. What would be the benefit of a military family buying a property right now? Well, it depends. Every situation is different. But for some of these folks, just the investment in and of itself is worthwhile. So if they're not necessarily looking for their dream home, but they can make a purchase on a VA loan, which is a great way to get financed in this market. And then when they're transferred out, rather than sell it, they keep it and rent it out. And so over time, they're able to actually build wealth that way. So they would move out, you know, PCS somewhere else, but retain their residence like in Virginia where a lot of people are coming in and out and they could rent it. Can they rent it for, you know, like they rent it for how much they have to pay each month? So as long as they as long as they purchase carefully, they can. So they need you. They they definitely need advice. If that's what their plan is, they need some professional advice. But we've watched a lot of families do that, and a lot of families also use that as an opportunity. They'll choose to retire back in Virginia when they're finished, and then they've got a house to come back to. Well, and Virginia is just such a great place to retire. It's got such great weather and huge military-friendly family neighborhoods. Um, It's just such a great place to live, too. I think so. Now, Liz, uh, we have about two minutes uh, to break, but there's a couple questions that I wanted to ask you about uh, VA loans. Um, can you use them more than once? Because a lot of times I hear people say, well, I already used my VA loan on my home purchase. I mean, I, how do you do that? You can, but it depends, again, on your circumstances. You're going to have to either sell the home that you used it on the first time or refinance it so that there's no longer a VA loan on it. So you get one loan, so you can't have multiple VA loans on multiple properties, but you could refinance and get a different lender to take over that loan and then use your VA loan on a new property. Exactly. And if it's been a long time since you've used it, the entitlements have gone up over time. So for some, That means that um, if you bought a house, let's say, 20 years ago, what the maximum VA loan was then is higher now. So you can use the difference to buy a house again, even if your VA entitlement is tied up in another house. Good to know. So even though properties have come down in price, and the entitlement has gone up. Correct. That's cool. That's a very good thing. Um, when Rob, do you have anything? Uh, no, I have a feeling that we have lots more to come, though, especially um, talking about VA loans and some banking. I, I'm sure that Liz can give us some insight on all of that and how one prepares to make purchases, especially knowing that they may be deployed someplace else or that they may have to um, be in another state. <laughs> that, I think, would be a, a difficult choice to make, not knowing if you're going to be in one location for a very long 
But on the other hand, um, an investment is certainly something that's going to benefit them from for a long time to come. So when we come back, we'll talk more with Liz Moore from Go Army, Army Homes. This is Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck on Military Mom Talk Radio. Here come the tunes. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job in the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, Tending the Heart of Ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. We are having a great show about real estate today. We're talking about VA loans. We're going to talk about these $1 VA move-in specials, these programs that are available to our military families. And Robin, the military lifestyle requires families to adjust so much. And one of the biggest adjustments are these moves. I can only imagine. I, I, I'm one who kind of roots, and so I have a hard time thinking about, wow, if I had to move. Like One of our other guests once said, you have to get ready and be out of there within 30 to 60 days, and I'm thinking, take me three years to pack up a house. But um, on the other hand, um, 
my niece and nephew, uh, she has, he's been in for 20 years and uh, she's moved everywhere with him. Every, every uh, move that he's made. And they're in Germany right now. So, well, and these moves, you know, with Go Army Homes, I was looking through their website and reading some of the biographies. It's not uncommon for some of these career military families to move 15, 18 times and, you know, move overseas, move around the country, move there, move back. Um, and the, the sacrifices that they make go beyond just the packing and moving. They have to leave their friends behind. The military moms that work for my company, Motherhood Incorporated, that sponsors this show mm-hmm. along with TogiNet, you know, they have a really hard time sustaining employment. And, you know, you get a job and you're here for two years and all of a sudden you got to pick up and move and go again. And the kids have to adjust to different schools, new friends, mm-hmm. new bedrooms. Uh, sometimes they have to leave pets behind. Uh, we know Sally, who's appeared on our show, barking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we should put her up on the website. I and, think we um, should. She's a co-host. Yeah, for our military mom talk radio dog uh but her family is currently in okinawa and she's a great big dog and japan is not super friendly with great big dogs and it was going to be a nightmare to bring her um quarantine and all so (laughs) she came to me you kind of think about some other things too i mean i still in, in a closet have things that my kids did in the first and second grade i mean there are certain things that you're just if you're nostalgic and if you have to hold on to all those those little things in life um that's not going to happen unless you have a storage unit that you just keep everything in or you, your mom is willing to house all of that stuff for you until you finally retire yeah rob <laughs> i think the term you're looking for is pack rat yeah. Orders. Orders. All right, so let's go to Liz. Liz, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see? I mean, we enumerated a few of them. What are some of the tough things you see our military families going through as they move from base to base? Well, probably the biggest one right now is short lead time. Um, And Robin just said you need three years to pack and get ready. Well, sometimes you've got 60 days. And we we had a family last week that actually showed up with their moving truck in tow. And the problem with that is it literally can take two to three weeks even to get in a rental. And it's just not necessarily going to all come together according to plan. So definitely the more advanced time that you have, the better. Liz, well, and- let me, I was just going to ask something real quickly. Do you find that sometimes the, de- the uh, deployed, the military person has to just go ahead and go to his next station and then the family has to follow as soon as housing falls into place? Does that happen? If that happens sometimes. It really depends on the individual situation. Ideally, that's not a bad scenario, though, because if we can get the service member here ahead of time to just give us a feel for what they're looking for, we can mm. start to narrow down so that when the family comes, we're not having to do the whole process from soup to nuts. Well, and especially mm. if they have kids, Liz, that's going to be a nightmare. You know, you think three different kids, grade school, elementary, especially high small school. kids, right? Um, where can a real estate agent help with this? Like, I know Gourmet Homes is really good about the family-friendly lifestyle. What do you do in a case like that? Well, our advice is going to be if you have either a sponsor that's here or family that's close by where you can leave pets and small kids at home for your initial house hunting trip, then do it because it's just so hard for mom and dad to focus. 
But most of these agents, I have a special military team that works with military transfers. They are so used to the whole family being here on a short-term visit that they're pretty good at keeping kids occupied, you know, coloring books in the car, whatever they need to do to keep everybody happy while they're house hunting. (laughs) French fries. French fries. Ice cream. (laughs) You can't cry. You can't scream if you're chewing on French fries. That's pretty much my rule of thumb over here. (laughs) Well, these agents also get pretty good at bribery. You know, they will let them pick rooms and they'll help get them as part of the process which makes it a lot easier in the end. It really depends on whether or not the kids are looking forward to the move or dreading the move. Well, and I think, Liz, you know, to go along with that, you know, kind of the attitude that goes along with moving, one of the things I hear over and over again is that a lot of our military families call real estate agents, and especially if they're leasing and, like, nobody ever calls them back, and they might call 50 or 20 people in a certain service area, and nobody calls them back. But you have a whole team of specialists just to handle the military family. Why is that? Well, the problem is for renting, and quite frankly, the reason for that is because real estate agents don't get paid very much money to help you rent a house. And Mm -hmm. so that's why military families will get the runaround, and I hear that all the time. Another reason that that happens, though, is property managers, unlike real estate agents, generally don't work at night and on the weekends. So if a family is there just for the weekend to look, they're going to have trouble looking at rentals in most markets. Our agents, I'm sorry, go ahead. Our agents that are on our military team are trained to do both rentals and sales because particularly our military market, when they get here, they often don't know which direction they want to go, which direction they can go, um, and what makes the most sense for their situation and their family. Well, and that's so important, like choosing an Army family-friendly neighborhood. I know, Liz, where I live, I live in a ranching community north of Los Angeles, and it's really pretty up here. But there's this Air Force family that's on our street, and I feel so bad for them. I'm their only friend. And, you know, because I'm military mom up the street, everybody else is civilians, you know, and nobody gets it. And so choosing your neighborhood, I mean, thank God their kids are cool and, you know, can play with my kids, you know, who get walking into a house and seeing a big flag and understand words like deployment or transfer. Right. You know, if you don't choose the right neighborhood, that's going to be brutal on the whole family. And that's one of the things that we try and do in advance. And by hooking up with an agent, even in advance of your orders, so you may be looking at two or three places that you may be moving to, they can get a feel for what you're looking for and even find clients that they may have in similar situations to connect you with. That helps a lot, especially if you've got kids with special interests, you know, if you've got somebody that plays field hockey, something like that. It just helps so much when they know they're coming to a place where they're going to have friends that understand. Yeah, because it's really rough. It's rough on our military kids. It's it's rough on the whole family. I don't know. Any way you slice it, it's tough. Um, there's a VA $1 move-in program uh, that your company offers. It, can you tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. It is. You were asking me earlier why someone would think about renting, think about buying instead of renting. We offer a program on a number of our listings where – the military family, as long as they can get a VA loan, can actually move in and buy a house for a dollar. So
So the seller is paying all of their closing costs and all of their prepaid items like insurance and taxes that would normally be associated with buying. And because it's a VA loan, there's no down payment. So they are now, actually what's the actual value for something like this. Like you say, it's a dollar move in. You know, is that a value of five hundred dollars? It's a value of thousands of dollars. It's thousands. What kind of value and it, is that? It would depend on the price of the house because it's probably more accurately um, described as a percentage. It's probably worth three percent of the sales price. So if it's a two hundred thousand dollar house, that's worth six thousand dollars. It's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? $6,000? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do have questions, though. I mean, that money has to come from somewhere, doesn't it? The seller's paying for it. We are okay. for, One of the things that's nice about the market that we're in right now is it is definitely a buyer's market. And so this is one of the ways that sellers in this market are differentiating their properties because we have a lot of military, they know that they can be part of this program and have a better chance of selling their house in a slow market. Now, Liz, what does that mean to be part of a buyer's market? I don't understand. Well, in the old days, it used to be that buyers, there were multiple buyers bidding on properties and prices were just going sky high crazy. The market has totally reversed and we're now in a market where sellers are really having to compete for the buyer's attention. So the buyer definitely has the upper hand. So there's more buyers than, or there's more sellers out there than buyers. So the sellers have to come up with something to get people to look at their homes. And one of their things is to get people to come is that $1 VA move-in, but that indirectly really helps our service members by reducing their purchase price or their their costs associated Mm -hmm. with purchasing the property. And interest rates are so low right now, you couple those two things, but it's no cash to get in, and they can get a 4% loan. And in many cases, it's cheaper than what they're going to be able to rent. Hmm. And they don't have to worry about the issues like pets, because a lot of our rentals won't take pets, and that can be a problem. Wow. We'll have a few more questions for you, Liz, on this, and there's uh, so much more that, because there's so much more involved in moving and getting settled and compl- compl- <laughs> complete. <laughs> I'm going to tease you all day for Complicate is the word I'm trying to spit out. Complicate that with all that the military has to be challenged with. Um, there's so, so much more. Um, I want to let everybody know that this program that Liz is just referring to is uh, $1VAMoveIn.com. You'll find a lot more information there. Um, and after the break, we'll get more information on where you can find Liz. And you'll always be able to find information on Military Mom Talk radio at our website as well as here on Toganet our show page and you'll always find iTunes uh, podcasts are available on iTunes so we'll um, get ready for a break and we've got lots more questions for Liz when we do get back here on Military Mom Talk Radio Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. 
parents? If you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions. Questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleO'Dell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Uh, Sandra and I are here today on Military Mom Talk Radio with Liz um, from Go Army Homes, Liz Moore. And Liz, we just have so many things for our, for our military families. Um, we also want to talk a little bit, though, um, about com- some community projects that Go Army Homes might be involved with. I'm sure you are um, providing an awful lot of resources for our families. Well, you were talking earlier about the importance of writing notes home. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we're doing this year, actually we've done this the past couple of years, and it's been a great project for us, is we collect holiday cards and ship them off to the troops that are overseas. Oh, how wonderful. Because people forget that they may have free postage to get cards back home, but they, can't, they don't exactly have Hallmark stores where they can go in and pick up Christmas cards or can Thanksgiving cards or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Is I don't know why you can't this? hear me. We can hear you, Sam. <laughs> well, Sandra's having some difficulty with her microphone. Um, so where, where Oh, there we go. Be- 
would people be dropping these cards off to your offices, Liz? They or? drop them off to either of our offices, and then we pick out a handful of service members in different places all over the world and ship the boxes off in time that they can send them back home in time for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, how many offices does Go Army Homes have, Liz? Go Army Homes has offices all over the country, um, and they are opening up bases in a lot of different places. So we are very fortunate to service the Fort Eustis market here in southeastern Virginia. Wow. Wow. Now, where would someone find information as far as uh, where your offices are currently? Or I know that you have some that are ready to launch, so potentially. GoArmyHomes.com has got the general map of all of the different real estate brokerages. They're not all the same company. They're different real estate brokerages around each base. But they've got the map where you could find a GoArmy Home broker in your area. Who would be just as talented as you or? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, they All wouldn't even hold a candle to Liz. I don't think Because so. they know what they're doing. <laughs> we need to clone her to put in every single office so we know we're going to get all the best information. <laughs> Before we go on to a few other um, questions for Liz, Sam, did you have a couple of things that you wanted to talk about for next week before um, we, we round out some of our last few thoughts with Liz? I did. I did. I wanted to um, to encourage everybody to tune in next week um, because we have Fuzzy Manning as our guest, and he's going to talk about alternative therapies to PTSD. And for those of you who are regular listeners, we had our roundtable discussion last week with uh, Dr. Jody Bramer and Fuzzy Manning talking about traditional talk therapy. And um, Fuzzy's going to teach us a little bit more about the use of massage, acupuncture, Reiki, you know, some different techniques that um, can be used to treat PTSD. And what was interesting, Rob, when I talked to both Fuzzy and Jody after the show last week, they mm -hmm. all said the same thing. You know, PTSD and its treatment is not a one-size-fits-all. So... Mm -hmm. If traditional talk therapy is not your thing, I know, like from both of my brothers who are, one's a NASA engineer and the other one's a rocket scientist, talk therapy would be like sticking chopsticks in their eyes. <laughs> you know? But they might enjoy massage therapy or they might enjoy journaling on the computer. I mean, there's so many different techniques that are being offered um, for PTSD and for the treatment, or as Fuzzy calls it, post-traumatic stress. He doesn't like to call it a disorder. And mm -hmm. we're going to support him on that because anybody that goes over into a, a warlike situation is going to come back to, what did we call it, Robin, our new normal? A new normal. I a love that concept. And that's so multi-level, not necessarily even for military situations. Um, I've talked about that uh, new normal with people who have been experiencing cancer, um, who I too had, had to learn a new normal. Things are just not going to be the same moving forward. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's just going to be different. And you have to express and embrace those new things that are in your path, not worry about what you can't do anymore. 
Well, and that's so important to bring up as we talk about PCS moves because, you know, when you go to like Fort Bragg to Fort Belvoir to Fort Eustis or Fort Hood, I mean, those are all different geographic regions in our country. The people are different. The food is different. Mm-hmm. You know, we laugh about the leaves that you sent me, <laughs> but, you know, going from the Upper East Coast to Southern sure. California. Yeah, I coined the phrase out here, stupid hot. It's like, Robin, this is stupid hot. I've never been this hot. This is stupid hot. How do people live when it's 125 degrees out? My brain is frying like an egg. I am thinking the guys who have grown up in the New England area and then have to go down into Alabama or wherever and do all of these these boot camps or routines, I'm thinking, how can they breathe? Your blood is just not not right for that. I know from it. Yeah, <laughs> from Indiana to Iraq to Alabama to Afghanistan. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, but that's what part of like when you think about stress and using somebody like Liz Moore and Go Army Homes, people that understand the military lifestyle, people who recognize that you know this family might be on their third or fourth PCS, you know, somewhere in the country, mm-hmm. and these kids are fried. You know, they're oh, done. I'm in sixth grade. I've been in three elementary schools. Just give me my French fries. Let me plug into my my headset and you know I'll get through this somebody who recognizes that like Liz and her specialized team they can make all the difference in a move absolutely and we work pretty hard to try and make sure that the positives of the area are what we sell first and mm-hmm. recognize that the positives of the area to the grown-ups are going to be very different than the positives of the area to the kids Liz, do you have resources to help a family beyond just the house itself? I mean, what about helping the kids that might need, maybe they have some special needs uh, for education plans, or maybe they need a specific church um, in their area. Do you help them with that? Absolutely. And the more information that we can get up front, and that's really true of any move, Mm -hmm. the more information that you can tell us about your family specifically, the more ways we're going to be able to plug them into things that are going to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And we can help because when you can log on to general school websites, there's a lot of them that are very good, but they're going to give you test scores and that sort of information. It's not necessarily going to tell you which school is going to be able to best handle a special needs child or a specific sporting activity or something like that. Right, right. And you could have, that could be a breaking point for a family. Maybe they do need those those uh, extracurriculars for those kids because that's the thing that the kids are going to be engaged in and, and will make the difference for them. Absolutely. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about some programs? For, uh, we were talking a little bit about sellers and some of the incentives that sellers might do to uh, entice buyers at this point in time. What do sellers do if they're underwater in their home, but they've got orders and they've got to move? We are seeing that, unfortunately, way too often. Mm-hmm. And so that, again, if they can start early before they are at the point where they're literally facing a foreclosure, there are options that are available to help them out. Um, one that comes to mind, there's a program called HAP, H-A-P, and you can Google that and find out if you're eligible. It's for service members who have been moved, transferred to a different area, and their house is worth less than what they paid for it. And the government can help offset some of that differential to them. 
Are you finding that that's happening because um, home values are changing or um, that um, interest rates were a lot higher when they bought and um, so they're at a higher mortgage rate? or No, the interest rates have been low. What has happened to a lot of military folks is if they bought during the boom, which was really 2003 to 2006, Mm. And now they're being transferred out while we're in the bottom of the cycle. Their house just isn't worth as much as it was when they bought it. That's the problem. Um, is it worth it for them to look at renting? I mean, yes. is that and that's another very, very viable option. And I, quite frankly, that's what I would recommend. If they're in a position to be able to rent it out and cover their cash flow to mm -hmm. make their next move and do what they want to do at their next base, that's a great solution because the house will ultimately appreciate and it gives them another asset down the road. Right, right. And isn't that a wonderful thing to look forward to is that asset once you are uh, retired or completing your military service to at least be in a position where you're not starting with zero. And the you're tenant has service. paid your, has paid major mortgage payment all these years. Sure, sure. Right. Um, where can people find you, Liz? Uh, the easiest way to reach me is liz at lizmore.com. And LizMore.com is our company website. Okay. So if and you've what got state, anybody again, trans I want to make sure that people know which, which state you're in so they can move to your state. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Virginia. We have offices in Williamsburg and Newport News. Oh, that's Fort what a beautiful area. Is our nearest space. Yes, we're very lucky. I was thinking when y'all were talking about 50 degrees, we have it 70, so we're doing pretty good. Oh, you are <laughs> because yeah, we, we had a beautiful 50 degree day today. It was it was mild, and this whole week is. But boy, we sure got slammed. Uh, uh, and probably you had a little bit of weather down there too last week when we were we getting... had some rain. But now we are enjoying 70 degrees and fall foliage. So it sounds like we've got the best of all worlds. I think you do. Well, Liz, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. We always enjoy having you and you are just have so much information to share with us. So we want to thank you. If anyone has missed any portion of the podcast, please go to militarymomtalkradio.com. You'll be able to find the podcast there as you will on our Toginet page. And we're always available on iTunes. Next week, you'll want to visit us to hear more from Fuzzy Manning talking about his PTS treatment and alternative therapies. And we always appreciate Toganet for giving us a hand and sharing all of the wonderful um, opportunities that we have here on Toganet. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody next week. For Sandra and myself, this is Robin Boyd. We wish you all a wonderful week, and we want to be sure that all of you take a moment to thank a veteran and be sure to express your gratitude for all that uh, we have to appreciate in our country of freedom. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye.